Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, Texas. Good morning to the United States of America. And of course, good morning to the world. How's everybody doing? I trust that everybody had a good Thanksgiving, a filling Thanksgiving. We, for all those who were unable to have that good time, whether here in the United States, for whatever reasons, around the world, for whatever reasons, for our brothers and sisters in Gaza and Israel, Israel, uh, we wish you continued. We wish you continued ceasefire in peace after what has occurred out there. Anyway, folks, before we get started, I want to get back into the studio, the control room with our resident geniuses. Good morning, my favorite geniuses. How are you guys doing this morning? How are you, resident genius number one? Resident genius number one. <laughs> I don't know. I have to ask him when I see him. Good morning, Egberto. It's the day after it's the weekend. It's the week after Thanksgiving. And I have plenty of leftovers in my refrigerator for my granddaughters. I got a chance to see them. They are 17, 15, 13, and 9. Wow. All girls. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is wow. the that is the house of estrogen. <laughs> oh wow you had a lot you had a lot to talk about this this thanksgiving didn't you oh my girls were fun we had a good time i don't get a chance to see them as often as i'd like to but whenever we do we get together it's always fun they went to my uh, former wife's house and her husband and he and i talked about building computers which is one of our hobbies he and i i've given him a lot of computer parts over the years and uh, he's a good guy and nice. uh, just talked about computers and then we talked about food and then he watched some football and he was watching football i don't really care much for it but uh it was a good time it uh, went by too quickly i'll tell you that much I know, I know. Well, I'm glad that you had fun, man. I'm glad you had fun. How how you doing, Brother Jack? Egberto, I'm doing fine. Don't really have much uh, to say today except, you know, when we're out there, you know, uh, discussing things, uh, you know, put your put yourself in the other person's place. Try to see where they're coming from. Really walk a mile in their shoe uh, before you judge something. And uh, try to. I'm trying to be hopeful for the future. You know, it looks pretty bad out there sometimes, but I try to keep a little hope inside for the people, the people in Gaza especially. Oh, yeah, those poor souls. Yeah, I mean, just 75 years of terror. Mm -hmm. yes. It's well, sickening. Depending on the size of the shoe, I guess I could walk into your shoes, but... I'm not sure. Oh, you have Crocs, so I can walk in those. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, it, it, it's an interesting world. And, you know, unfortunately, most of us are not the ones that are doing all these things. Most of the Israelis are not the one doing those things. Most of the uh, most of the Palestinians are not the ones doing those things, unfortunately, because of powers that have other interests. You know, I, I, I did a program with uh, Dennett, uh, Charlotte Dennett, who 
gives a new perspective to what's occurring in the Middle East, and it's 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 jarring. I I played her on on Friday, and I'm going to play her sometime on our probably other break on here at KPFT, but. It's just jarring. But guys, great having, great being here with you guys. I've missed you for a whole lot of days, you know. So I, I'm getting my fix again with my two brothers. So great being uh, back. Well, thanks, Egberto. Just one you know. more thing. Egberto. Yes. One more thing. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. And we're promoting this as a fundraiser for KPFT. Also, I, not so much a fundraiser. We want to give we want to give you an idea, or you give us an idea. Post it on our Facebook page. What you've done for Giving Tuesday? I mean, you may give to a food bank. You may give to uh, go to the animal shelter and pick up an animal. It's Giving Tuesday, so post it on our Facebook what you've done, and we'll read it back. Yes, brothers and sisters, Given Tuesday, don't forget, go to our website, kpft.org, and uh, donate best you can to KPFT. Look, you know, um, our folks here at KPFT have been doing a great job. I just have to say it, um, keeping this station alive, keep on, 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 on a very, very meager budget. So whatever you can do to help keep programs like this and many others including including uh <laughs> howard on friday and his one oh lord that that train wreck i don't, I don't know don't, if anybody want to pay for that thing or not don't no, dare don't I was dare call it a train wreck. <laughs> it's not at all bad i mean i not at all bad it's great actually so folks please but you know i want to get started here with a loss a very major loss not only the kpft people at kpft may only know him as a stalwart at kpft people at hpjc the houston peace and justice center may only know him as a stalwart at houston peace and justice center People at the Healthcare for All Texas, H.C. Fat, may only know him as the stalwart at H.C. Fat. But our brother, David Atwood, passed away on the 22nd of this month. I think that was Wednesday. Believe it or not, I hadn't gotten, saw the, I, well, I only saw the email that he died on Friday, and I can just tell you that my heart sank like no other because i've worked with this guy for a very long time i've interviewed this guy for some of the work that he did in fact in our newsletter at politicsandright.com newsletter the first topic is brother david atwood and the interview a link to the interview that i did with him right after january 6th please check that out but Brother Atwood, like I said, my heart sank because uh, David worked on the prison show at KPFT, but it's not only that he worked at, at the prison show, trying to make sure solitary confinement was no longer trying to uh, get uh, uh, the, the, get these what we call the assassinations by the state stopped. But he participated in racial justice. I remember a particular time when in a particular organization, we were going through some issues. And I can remember when you had some in, in, in the group sort of attack 
Dave, and I was on the, uh, on, on the uh, Zoom as well. And, um, you know, uh, I, I took him to the back channel and I said to him, disregard what you're here. We know who you are. What we have to do is make sure they know who you are, because you have always been a stalwart in all the issues relative to activism for social justice, criminal criminal justice, racial justice, economic justice. That's who you are. And all of us understand that's who you are. It's going to be a loss not to have you around anymore. It's going to be a loss not to have your wisdom anymore. You know, uh, he was an engineer. He thought like an engineer. He executed like an engineer. Perfectly so. David Atwood, 11-22-2023. You will be missed, sir. You will be missed. David lost his wife earlier this year. And um, I, I, I'll, I'll just say it. I just had a feeling that uh, he was going through his own health things. I had a feeling that, uh, you know, after that loss, it was going to be, well, you know. Uh, but anyway, David Atwood, we will indeed miss you. K uh, KPFT will miss you. HPJC will miss you. Healthcare for All Texas will miss you. And so many more activists around Houston and the country will miss you. Um, thank you for, ex for all that you have been in the lives of all of us. So um, with that, let's get busy with the rest of the program. Um, I'm going to bore you one more time. And it has to do with Medicare for all. I'm sorry, not Medicare for all, but Medicare Advantage again. And why am I going to bore you again? And I hope I'm saying bore you. I'm being, I'm being facetious here, but I really don't want to be boring you on this particular issue. What I want to do is ask you to listen intently. Um, you know, I, I write a whole lot about Medicare Advantage. I, I you know, I, I also spoke about the you know, I, I I made sure that folks read Tom Hartman book on our healthcare system. I brought in the uh, the Alex uh, Alex uh, I forgot his last name now from Social Security Works. I also brought in the woman who runs Just Care. All people working very hard to make sure that folks in their over 65 get the health care that they need, get the social security that they've earned, the health care they've earned. There's nothing that we want but what's best for those who've, who've participated in our society appropriately. Nothing. But in pointing out the failure of Medicare Advantage, in as much as it has been very successful for some people. You know, I've been getting a whole lot of pushback. And I, I honestly don't mind the pushback. But as I am being pushed back, a lot of people who are making that critical decision right now 
or seeing that conversation of the pushback. And it's the reason why as December 7th approaches, when that final decision for this year has to be made, whether you take Medicare Advantage or you take standard Medicare has to be made. And as such, it is my duty. It is my duty to inform with the truth. And I ask you to listen and not just take whatever I say at face value, but corroborate it, test it, ask knowledgeable people about what I'm going to talk about here. But before I go any further, let's go ahead and get Harry. He's on the line. And folks, I'd like to hear from you as well. 713-526-5738. Please call early because, folks, I don't want to be rushing anybody. I want you to have your wherewithal on this show. Come on in, Harry. Good morning. And how are you doing, sir? Hello, Steve. Amado Iberto Willis. Uh, it's good to hear your voice. Uh, as always, and I like what you've been saying here for the past few minutes, and I'm very sorry about your KFP, uh, PFT co-worker, David Atwood. Uh, I want to read up on him. He's, you know, he seemed like, he seemed like he did a lot of good things for this network and for, um, and just for people in life to make people's lives better, like you were saying about economic justice and saying about uh, racial justice and political justice. So I'm very sorry for that. But I'm also thankful that uh, I know that, that, that there is a KPFT, that there is an Eberto Willis who likes to inform people, a Howard Reynolds, a Jack Vendever, Arnie Arneson, who I just listened to the past hour, who's very informative. I'm thankful for all of that. Um, but, um, what you said something, and I'm also thankful for Steve Hunter as well in Utah. You had said something on Steve Hunter's show, and I called Howard's business panel to request, business line to request some songs, uh, the other day because I wanted to, um, um, you, you to elaborate on that more when you said that Joe Biden would have had to create, we would have had to create a Israel if Israel had not happened the way it happened. And I was discussing this with my brother. Um, of the past few days about that. Um, and I just want you to uh, elaborate on that. Yeah, let, let me just say that I, 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 I want first to tell everybody, and good morning, Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain, and good morning, Alistair Waters from Conroe, Texas. Um, you know, the Israel, uh, Palestine was under uh, Great Britain, uh, you know, before, after the Ottoman Empire I could say collapse. Uh, you know, Britain was in charge of the area in Palestine. We know all these countries just take what they want, and that's what happened. Then eventually, uh, it, it there there are some who believe that uh, that 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 land is God given, and as such, well, I, I'm not going to go into the technicalities there, but understand that it's Great Britain, the United States and other Western powers that 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 led or allowed for the creation of Israel, etc. I'm not going to say that, that they allowed for the booting of Palestinians or I'm not going to go there right now. But that said, right. That said. Biden gave a big speech on uh, the floor. This is decades ago uh, when he was a senator. Yeah. And right. when he said, 
uh, when, it easily fell off of his tongue when he said, if Israel did not exist, we would have had to create it. And my question to Biden then, that old thought process, why would you have had to create it? You have your own country to worry about. What specifically gave you the authority to think that you would have had to create it if it didn't exist? Even though the reality is America and Great Britain and others did create it. But again, why do you believe that you have that authority to have said that? And there, there's a lot of our own history that we have to look at, uh, um, uh, Harry, Right. And it's yeah. the way the way the way imperialism works, the way colonization work, etc. But we are not in those times anymore. People are not waiting for masters anymore. People are right. People are not acquiescent to masters anymore. It used to be the way of the world. It is no longer the way of the world. And the way of and, and the world is reacting. And people like our good president, Biden, has to change with the world because the world is getting educated and understanding why is Africa the richest country on the world from a mineral point of view? Why does it allow itself to be exploited and buying back all that came from itself? which means it stays under eternal poverty because colonists continue to prop poor dictators as leaders of these different countries. I mean, there's a lot of questions, right, that we we have to ask. So when Biden said that, I had never heard it. I think I told you that on I said that on Steve Hunter's show. I had, you know, you know, I gave I give Biden the benefit of the doubt for a whole lot. Now, when I heard that, it was like a sting. And why else was it a sting? Because, again, coming from Central America, coming from Panama, again, some of you oh. are uh, ad nauseum, you hear me say it, but it, 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 has, it does something to you. When a country feels it is okay to go in, even if it's go, going in for one purpose, in the case of Panama, to get one person and then murder thousands of innocent civilians to get one person and then call that collateral damage. The same same way people feel about what's occurring in Palestine. Yes, 1,200 Israelis were murdered. And by the way, they were murdered because Netanyahu pretty much made a deal to keep Hamas funded as a source of angst to the Palestinian authority so that there wouldn't be a two-state solution. So he got burned. He made sure that Hamas was funded and he got burned. And because he got burned, so far, 15,000 Palestinians are going to pay for what Hamas did under the tutelage of others that that Netanyahu allowed to get money. He has responsibility and others are paying for it. Anything else, Harry? 
Well, what you're saying is, is that Netanyahu is doing this for money and that when Joe Biden made that statement, he's saying that, look, is um, that um, those uh, Jews, Ashkenazi Jews, have to exist. And it's in the interest of the United States to not uh, to help Netanyahu and the people before him, uh, like Golda Meir, that proceeded on people, those people to not have a two-state solution, and it's in the United States' interest because they don't want Iran or the Arab-speaking nations to control that Suez Canal for the trading that they do, um, so that they we, they can get the oil out. And they feel they the latter. The- I love that you said the latter, Harry. The latter is, I think, yeah. the main thing. In other words, we had to have we had to have our puppet in the Middle East to ensure. Yep that we have a position to control that entire area. And that's what Israel currently represents for the United States. You nailed it. And you know who else nailed it? Not me. Dennett, uh, Charlotte Dennett. I did an interview with Charlotte Dennett. Her dad was Uh the first master spy in the Middle East. And Uh I got an interview with her. She wrote a book called pipeline something i don't remember the name of the book but it's in my blogs and i'm going to play that at kpft before probably for the christmas holidays but anyway harry thank you so kindly for calling as usual my brother can i say one more thing yes sir yes sir. i I listened to your i listened to friday's show with dr richard wolf i'm thankful for that I enjoyed a lot of the points he made about America being in decline, about the serial example uh, that he used for capitalism, about what you talked about with pricing power and how American people cannot be played for suckers by corporations. Very thankful for that man. That man is very intelligent about the uh, economies and how they work. And um, I'm really glad that you had him on again. And I'm, I always listen to economic update and I'm, be happy that you'll be interviewing him some more. You know, I'm very thankful uh, that he's very informative on how the system, economic system works. Thank you, Harry. I will keep interviewing him because you always have new information. The good thing about Dr. Wolf is he's not only spewing theory. He's not spewing like trickle down is supposed to work, even though it doesn't. He actually says how yeah. things are and he shows why what he's saying is truth based on reality-based example. Thank you so kindly, Harry, for calling. That's right. All right, let's go to Spike. Come on in, Spike. Hey, how are you all? I'm doing fine, sir. Yes, okay. First of all, what I want, the Middle East is Africa, you know, so mm-hmm. we, we can get that cleared up. The Middle East is Africa. Yes. What country is the Middle East on? You know, and why they come with the Middle East? The Middle East of what? You know, I'm the same one <laughs> that was on that not too long ago and said that the slaves were not free. They were emancipated. I'm that same person. Joe Biden, like he says, if Israel wouldn't have, if, if, if they would have had to create Israel, if, you know, they had to, to create, they would have created Israel because when they built the Suez Canal, Israel is the is really the overseer of. That's why they put all them them uh, uh, weapons and stuff over nuclear weapons and stuff over there, so they can protect that waterway while they going in there stealing all the wealth from that country. That's why Israel exists. That's why they send all that money over there. 
and the United States is down with the killing of all those people over there right now. Here they're talking about we're going to humanitarian, but they study sending bombs, and they've been sending bombs for how many decades they've been sending weapons. That's what we're not talking about. They've been do- What's going on right now, they've been doing it for decades and decades and decades, and then want to play on the people's intelligence. <laughs> oh, we we going to send humanitarian. They, but but we can't get the blockade apart. They, they blocking the stuff from coming in. Like, say, Israel created Hamas, America them created Hamas. You know, they the ones created Hamas. Every time they blowing up stuff over there, all they got the bulldozers ready to go in and, and, and clean that up and start building. I mean, why would you have Hamas represent Palestine? And, and they study saying after the, after this year, uh, 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 after they bring a lot of the prisoners back, we're going to start letting Yahoo, we're going to start again. You know, why would you start again when they stop constantly blowing the place up? I mean, think about it. No, I mean, you're correct, Spike. <laughs> Beforehand, I want to, uh, first of all, Spike, look, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, now, now, I want to say one thing because a good friend of mine um, uh, called me up. Uh, he He's a, a Jewish friend. And he said, he sent me a text and he said, I want to have a private conversation with you. And I said, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then I went ahead and I called him up and he said, I can't talk right now, uh, but it's about your shows and on mostly the, the, the other show that I do not on air here, but I'm really hard on Israel on the show. And I just knew, oh my God, my good friend's going to get on my case, but I'm going to have to be ready to talk to him about why I'm saying what I'm saying. But he knows, but he called me and he said, Egberto, I want to tell you, I am in complete agreement with you. 98% agreement with you. He also said, none of us particularly like what Israel is doing. None of us, your, your Jewish brothers all over Houston, none of us like it. But he said, let me tell you something, Egberto. All our synagogues right now have to have security guards. All of our nursing homes right now have to have security guards. And before I knew what he wanted to tell me, before he told me anything, I said, you know what? I won't use his name. I'm going to make sure and be measured as far as when I'm speaking about the Israeli issue to delineate Netanyahu and the current IDF away from my Jewish brothers and sisters, both in Israel, in Houston and throughout the country. And let everybody know this is not about anti-Semitism and anti-Semitism will never be right. But what powers do? Is what matters. And most, just like most Americans didn't sanction uh, Bush killing several thousand Panamanians, uh, the average American citizens didn't sanction what's occurring in uh, Gaza. And I, I told him, I will make sure whenever I'm talking about this issue to point that out, given our platform. Right back to you, Spike, before I have to jump to Gonzalo. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 and this, and, and like I say, the the people that's over there, you know, I have nothing against them, you know, because because there's a lot of people over there is against what Netanyahu and them are doing. Right. But 
this is in the Bible. This is in the Bible. It says those that portray themselves as Jews and are not Jews are the synagogues of the devil. Who are those people that American Britain them placed over there when they bombed them people off their land? Who are those people? It's easy to say, are oh, we the real Jews and stuff? The real Jews are people that look like me. Well, we don't I, talk about that. They don't want to come with the real history of it. You know, well, I always tell them, have they scholars to tell them the truth about this country, about this I, well, world. Spike, uh, Spike, let me just say one thing where I'm yeah, from. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but let me just say this because I want, you know, you just reference the Bible, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When I'm, when I'm doing my, I'm a humanist, first of all. So I, I, I look at it just from a human perspective, not from any rel- religiosity or anything of that sort. And I, by the way, I respect everybody's religion. That said, I consider us all humans and whoever wants to call themselves a Christian, call yourself a Christian. Whoever wants to call yourself a humanist, call yourself a humanist. Whoever wants to call yourself a Jew, call yourself a Jew, a Muslim, or whatever. I don't think that... Well, why they don't want us to call ourselves Jews? Well, you know, wait a minute. Spike, you're absolutely right. It shows you that racism has no boundary. That's what it shows, brother. In other words, and racism, brother, is also a stupid thing. Pigmentation to determine what somebody is or is like is a stupid thing. And you and I both know that we've suffered through that. So, uh, you know, we, we got to get it right. And we meet, we need to make sure those of us who have suffered through the indignities of racism and all the other isms, we shouldn't use that suffering to be the same. Because, you know, that doesn't solve problems. We have to be different from those. Right. Thank you, brother. You have a great day, Spike. You named it. Thank you, brother. Have a good one. Let's go to Gonzalo. Come on in, Gonzalo. Estás caliente, Gonzalo. I can't hear you. Okay. Gonzalo, I can't hear you. So let's put Gonzalo... If Gonzalo is on hold, then let's go to Emmanuel. Morning. Emmanuel, good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, um, uh, listen, hermano, I, 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 I think a little... I'm, I understand everything you say. Yes, sir. And I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with you because, you know, uh, uh, what is right is right. Mm-hmm. But this what I have for you. Mira, if you are living in an area mm-hmm. where there is terrorist activity going on, mm-hmm. in this case, Gaza, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have Hamas that being going at it with Israel before the Carter's years. Mm-hmm. For a long time, as a matter of fact, biblically, mm-hmm. they've been going at it. Okay. Hamas going to Israel, kill a lot of people, children, women, men. And now that Israel unleashed their power militarily and Gaza, everybody's crying and pointing the finger at Israel. Now, mm-hmm. okay, 
Just give me a, a second here. Just give me a second. Oh, sure. Absolutely, sir. I'm Absolutely. I'm, I'm not a specialist in this and so on. I, I, I just have, you know, a couple packets of intelligence and wisdom. It's a tall look you tengo. And I believe that if you come into my house and you kill my family, I have the right to go off of you anywhere I feel like. Feel like, and for them today to want to point a finger at Israel, and Israel is 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 is, is this and what sanction Israel and all that stuff. I think something is wrong. Somebody playing here with people' lives mm-hmm. because it doesn't make no sense. And if Can I'm I wrong, please tell okay. me I'm wrong. No, it's, it, no, 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 it's not. It's this is not about wrong or right, um, Emmanuel, because, you know, uh, a lot of perspectives that we have, my brother, it comes from uh, a lot of what we have been told. Right. And that that's me as well. Right. All of us been we've been told things. We've been indoctrinated with things, etc. All right. So let's start under your premise, which is correct. Somebody came in. Hamas came in. Uh, first of all, you pointed out correctly that there has been a blood rift between, let's say, uh, the the is the, uh, the, between Israeli Jews and Palestinian uh, Muslims for a very long time. Uh, and and by the way, if you listen to some of what Spike said, you have to realize that that's true because what he said from I'm just talking about from a colorization problem, the people that are running Israel right now are not really native of that land per se. I mean, that Netanyahu and many of the leaders of the IDF uh, are pretty much European, right? That doesn't really represent exactly as what Spike said. I'm, I'm only bringing that into context because it comes into the colonial conquering kind of a domain. But let's. I wanted to put that on the face. Now, that said, that we also had a Netanyahu who understand that there is a blood rift between, let's say, many Palestinians and Jews, meaning Hamas and uh, not, I don't want to mix up Hamas and Palestinian, but I'm, uh, Hamas and Jews, and you allow them to exist. Remember, Netanyahu allowed Hamas to continue by allowing third parties to fund Hamas. He said it in his Likud meetings. They wanted Hamas to exist because nobody would think that it's okay for Israel to go ahead and create a second, allow a Palestinian state side by side if the negotiations had to happen with Hamas and not the Palestinian Authority. So Netanyahu kept, made sure that Hamas stayed in existence. That's a fact. It's been reported by Haratz, the leading uh, progressive newspaper in Israel, not here in the United States, in Israel. It's reported that he allowed that to occur. What happened is he got burned. The people, these are terrorists and they live by terrorist rules and they came into Israel and they murdered 1,200 people. So we agree. I think we're in agreement so far, Emmanuel. Now, let's continue a bit further. Okay, continue a bit further. Now, to it, it, for revenge of that killing, 
that would not have occurred had Netanyahu not allowed Hamas to be funded. He goes into Gaza under the pretense that he is going to kill the killers of his people. In the process of trying to kill the people that that killed his people, he feels it is okay to have collateral damage of 15,000, not 1,200, not comparable, more than 10 times what what Hamas did in Israel. He thinks it's okay for 15,000 Palestinians to live because they live among the terrorists. Well, you know, um, that is like saying, you gave an example. If somebody came into your house and killed your family, do you have, and then ran into a mall and hid behind hundreds of people, do you have the right to take your AR, AR whatever and kill all the people in front of these terrorists to get the three terrorists that killed your family? I don't think you would feel that that was a that was something correct to all those people who just went to the mall to shop because they're among these terrorists. It is okay to kill them. I'm sorry, my brother Emmanuel. I think there's just something inhumane about that. I'm not talking about Hamas. I'm talking about not only I'm not only talking about uh, I'm talking about killing innocent people. I'm talking about bombing. They're not. We talk about fifteen thousand people being killed. That's one thing. But we're talking about turning the place into rubble. Places that took twenty years to build. Those people are in dire straits, not for one day, not for one year, but for a generation. Netanyahu eliminated a generation of living in people that were already in an outdoor prison. So the Netanyahu government, they're not, uh, they're not the innocent ones here. And my friend, the one that I spoke about earlier, the Jewish, my Jewish friend, actually all of my Jewish friends, they're telling me the same thing. We are not with Israel at all on this. We want an Israel. But we are not with Israel on this. And they wanted me to know what they wanted me to be is tempered with my message. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Okay. Just allow me this. Uh, Okay. I agree with you because Mm -hmm. I've been following a little bit Netanyahu. Mm -hmm. And I know in in some words, he's a dirty little crook. Yes. I I, I know that. and, 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 And one of the things that they never talk about it was the elections here, the presidential election in 2016. Mm-hmm. Mano de Israel was mm-hmm. involved deeply here in the United States. Claro que si. And, not, and, and, and nobody said nothing. Nobody said right. nothing. Okay. Okay. Cool. But I also believe as a human being, mm-hmm. That if I live in a place where the, 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 two, the two neighbor countries are at each other's throat, I think my responsibility to me and my family is to get up, pack up, 
גולדליבין לונדרס, או פנמה, או טוב לב. אינטיינדו, אינטיינדו. אני אגיד Um, when Biden said if there wasn't an Israel we would have had to create it that stuff still stings me right but let me let me tell you what what I think I I watched younger Jewish and Palestinian groups here in the United States who are working together and uh, the old, the newer generations who are realizing what the hell are we doing and uh, you know my my daughter has a way of saying you guys are going to die out anyway All right. So um, I am I'm hoping that we can stop the cancer from spreading and folks realize more that it's and I think it's going to happen. Um, I'm, I'm I'm I look at the Jewish and, uh, and, and, and Palestinian groups here in the United States that are not following the line. They don't get a lot of coverage because the masters who control our media. Remember what I told you about all of us being indoctrinated, the masters who control yeah. our media. It doesn't it doesn't will not help their financial interests. Listen to that woman that I'm going to have on called Charlotte Dennett. But it doesn't match their financial interests for this piece that these two are coming to. So mark my word, uh, if we can avoid the catastrophe, I repeat, if we can avoid the catastrophe, things will eventually be good. But we got to avoid that catastrophe first. But hey, uh, mira, Emanuel, tengo que ir a otro, otra llamada. But um, thank you so okay, kindly, brother. You. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Emanuel, remember. Yes. Bush number one came into Chorrillo, and you know where Chorrillo is, and murdered a lot yeah. of Panamanians for one guy. We may, whether you like Noriega or not, a lot of our brothers and sisters were bombed like holy hell in Chorrillo. Just want to remind you of that. Thank you, my brother. Oh, no, and, and, and I, 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 lamentablemente, yo estaba ahí. There you yo go. Yo estaba ahí en los 29. There you yo go. Yo estaba ahí. Y a está mí bien. no me gustó esta vaina. Okay, a mí no está me bien. Gustó esta vaina. Okay, thank you, okay. my brother. We'll talk later. All right, let's go. Come on in, Johnny. <laughs> Mayor McCheese, if you please. <laughs> Uh, I like the way you turned your mind uh, 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 an algae around to bring him to the mall. You don't no, 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 wait. Can I, let, let me stop you a second, Johnny. I don't, I don't, look, let me tell you what happens, what we do. And you do it too, right? What we do is we go against the counter narrative that's out there. What, uh, am, under the narrative that we hear every day, Emmanuel has every right to believe as he did. And that's what I even talk about some of my Trumpsters, right? Based on the information they're getting. And, and that is our job, Brother Johnny. Our job out there that we claim to do is not let these clowns that are lying to America get away with it. Anyway, talk to me, Johnny, because our phones are filling up. Well, once again, you pointed out what I was just about to say. So let me just say plainly, I like the way he turned his analogy around to make him understand that if someone breaks into your house and if they're not in a line with you, 
first have an obligation to escape if you can. If you can't, right. of course, you have the means to defend yourself. But that doesn't justify you getting in your car, following him to the mall, and taking your AR-15 that you have, and shooting a whole bunch of innocent people in the process of getting that guy. Likewise, to bring that analogy to a national scale, is you don't, uh, in the case of George W. Bush, you should have sent CIA-guided and guided uh, military into looking for those individuals, not making war on an entire country, the same thing that Netanyahu did. And primarily his job was to, to uh, act on the intelligence that, uh, that the, uh, what country is it, South Dakota? Uh, I always have a mental block about this country that they should be enemies with. <laughs> they brought intelligence in, they told them that the whole government. I know where you mean. I got it. I can't remember either, but yeah. Egypt, that's right. Egypt told them, hey, Look at these guys on the other side of your wall. They're practicing. And the peaceniks, the liberals that Netanyahu don't like. And say, hey, people on the other side of the Bush are doing this. And he pretended not to know. Just like George Bush pretended. So what I'm saying is. Hey, Johnny, you're coming. Johnny, Johnny, you're coming in and out. You're coming in and out. I don't know if it's your internet or you're moving around, but uh, you will come in and out. Continue, my brother. I think it's the maybe this this uh, fancy cell phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, you know, you just use common sense. You use your intelligence first to prevent situations. And if something blindsides you, that's one thing. But that doesn't mean that you take your military and turn into rubble an entire country. Well, that's not a country; it's a strip of land. But the same thing. You don't commit war properties on a whole people just for the actions of a few. It's common sense. Right. I mean, I, the, what they did, what they did is they decimated a whole generation. A whole generation is living in a bombed out place. But look, Johnny, my lines are filling up. I got to go to Augie. And uh, thank you so kindly, as usual, Mr. Mayor of Politics. Done right. All right. One, one last one more thing real quick. One last real, thing. real quick. I am. Joe Biden says that they have a right or an obligation to trade in Israel. Yeah. Just like they think they have the right to board a a, a, a a place off the uh, coast of England in the sea, a guy who's got his own little country, they think they have the right to tell him he can't be a country. They right. they, they go both ways. Thank you, Johnny. Let's go to Augie. Augie, come on in. Hey, good morning. Yeah, How are you doing, sir? Perspective, and that's what it is. Like Netanyahu, he's the Israeli Trump. If we've right. got an art and is and head of our country. We'd probably have something like that happening here too. He talked about going to everybody that he didn't like, he arrested him, and even killing them. Um, the Israelis had their own terrorist group um, before uh, Israel got created. The Jews and the Arabs got along. They went; to, they were neighbors. They went to each other's homes. They were friends. Then the European Jews came in, and they had their own terrorist group. It's called the Irgun. And they blew up a hotel, killed British women and I children. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and the rabbis spoke against uh, Ergun and the Israeli terrorists. And uh, Netanyahu, um, he helped create uh, Hamas to counter the PLO. The leader of the PLO was thinking about making peace with the uh, Jewish Israelis. Uh, and uh, and then the Hamas... 
uh, sort of knocked out the PLO. And it's been going on ever since. When Jimmy Carter had the uh, the Camp David Accords and the right. Israeli premier agreed to it, he went back and an Israeli right-winger IDF guy killed him. Mm-hmm. And there's a connection between that killer and Netanyahu. And uh, that place that got uh, attacked by Hamas, the reason it got attacked by Hamas, and this is from other Israeli Jews talking about it. Right. That was an area that was anti-Netanyahu. It was a progressive area. So he withdrew the IDF. He let Hamas know in a way that, hey, they can come in here. We're not going to protect them. You know, you know, l- let me just tell you something, Augie. You know, I, 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 as much as I knew it was a progressive area, and as, as much as I knew it was a group of folks who are looking for peace, those people who got killed, I, you know, until you said it, I never thought about, huh, they were left unprotected. Wow. I never thought about that. But, you know, there is some there is some logic to that as well, Augie. There is some logic to that because those people who got killed are folks who were talking about we want a two state solution. We want to live among these folks. Now, two things have happened. They're concerned. I mean, you're so right. Augie, I need to go to another call, uh, but uh, give me a quick sentence to finish up and go so I can go to John. So, so what's happening now over there could happen here. Remember January 6th? Yes. And Trump said he continued that time. So what happened over there in the Middle East could happen here in the United States if Americans aren't aware and what's offered the perspective and what's what they're being told. Thank but, you, uh, brother. Thank you. And uh, I'm thankful for you and uh, Howard and Jack. Thank you. And, you know, you know, I'm thankful for Howard and Jack, too, man. But look, thank you very much, Augie, for your actually Augie is one of our great supporters to make sure that we can stay on air. Thank you, brother. Let's go to John. Come on in, John. John, you're on. Uh, maybe you're on mute, John, but we're on with you right now. And folks, while John tried to get on, I want to tell you that for all the things that we were supposed to cover today that we didn't cover because I always give priority to the phone lines, please go to politicsdoneright.com slash uh, newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter, and all the links are there as well. All right, John, are you there or are you not there, John? Okay, we don't seem to have John, so let's put John on hold and go to Brian. Okay, come on in, Brian. Yeah, you, you remember the big freeze uh, took place February 24th? Yes, sir. Yes, I do. Okay. Now, when we started getting power back, when I started getting the information, I went to MSNBC, and they said that uh, the the problem started when the gas froze in the pipelines. It's it, and that started me thinking that's impossible. But then they also said that it was the the Republican governor of Texas that didn't winterize the 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 wind towers. Okay. Now, do you know the difference between a solid state, uh, liquid state, and gaseous state? <laughs> that, that's right? Uh, I'm an engineer, sir. I know all there is to know about from ideal gases right down to all of that. Make your point because right now you're about to get in trouble, but go ahead. Make your point. Okay. University of Texas, Austin. Events, the timeline, uh, 2021, the grid failure. Start at page 30. Then go to the Baker Institute for Public Policy. You can download that. 
You know that, that natural gas freezes at minus 87 degrees Celsius? How, how am okay. I going to get in trouble for that? It's called information. Because you, gonna, you, don't know, you don't know what you're talking about. Let me explain something to you about pipelines, okay? When we talk about weatherizing pipeline, it's not just for weatherizing a gas that behaves similar to ideal gas likes, which it says, okay, uh, natural gas freezes at that temperature. It's because when natural gas is flowing, it's not only flowing, sir, as natural gas. It is also flowing with water vapor, etc. So when you don't have a weatherized pipeline what occurs is all the impurities etc within that pipeline some of which does not freeze at 85 but at four degrees or rather at starts to expand at four degrees centigrade and and freeze at stp at 32 fahrenheit that's where the problem comes in so again my brother you and this is what drives many people crazy as opposed to trying to find me wrong try to find out what the problem is and if, if you heard no you did not again you did not read correctly because you missed the point when you tell me that it freezes at minus 86 which is correct, you forgot to note that what's flowing in those pipelines are more than just pure natural gas, but that are things that can freeze. And that is exactly what occurred, my brother. Come on. No, sir, sir, you're wrong. And do not, you do not try, sir, my brother, my brother, my brother. I'm not asking a question here. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, you're wrong. The weatherization was the problem on the why the gas why the gas systems went down. It's not just about natural gas flowing; it's about all other parts of the system that went down. Okay. And the wind turbine failed first. The wind turbines failed first. I am not, sir. I am not gonna. I'm not gonna go into that with which failed first or whatever. I'm simply saying when when your governor came out and said the problem with our grid was affected by by green energy he was lying okay he was lying whether you want to accept it or not sir he was lying and you know what let me tell you what's uh, and for all the listeners out there i want you to listen to this very well instead of solving the problem and this goes when i was going to talk about medicare as well instead of concentrating about what uh, what, who and what's doing something wrong, trying to work against your fellow man that has been suffering through the same thing that you have. Brother Brian suffered through the crisis, just like the person who died in Waco or, or whatever. And for you to try to come here, my brother, and defend a system that has failed shows you the, men, the, 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 the mental state that we have been left in by the indoctrinative Cato Foundation, Heritage Foundation, and all these things that indoctrinate you into becoming a slave of the system. Right now, since I am about to end the program, I'm going to have to tell you we'll talk tomorrow. Because right now, my dear brother, I don't think America needs to hear more fallacies of what is here. And I want to have one minute of Medicare. So thank you for calling and you have a wonderful day. Sir, let's, let's go ahead and talk about... Um, Medicare, I only have one uh, uh, 30 seconds to say this. Folks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-up this tomorrow because of all the calls that I got today. 
please. When I tell you that Medicare Advantage is a fraud and is a scam for for all my friends who have it and it's working for them, uh, remember if it's working for you temporarily while you're healthy, while things in that plan is doing fine, it doesn't mean it will be that way going forward. We are giving you the why the constructs of Medicare Advantage will continue to fail most and eventually will fail all and would put us into the same kind of healthcare system we have with people under 65. But we'll talk about that now, tomorrow, and the days to come before December 7. They have a lot of money to invest to lie to you, and that is what they're doing. Let me go to the control room. Come on in, my brother, Howard and Jack. Well, very lively discussion again this morning, Egberto. We got a lot of calls and a lot of new calls too, which is very exciting for us because we like new callers. And that's yes, it. Sir. That's what I got for you. Jack, got some wisdom for us? Yeah, uh, for me, Israel was created as a wedge to insert influence and control of in the area. Uh, some things in politics were designed to be broken, and Israel is one of those. Those rats. <laughs> anyway, let's let's close this baby down. I want to thank Howard. I want to thank Jack. I want to thank all of my listeners. Brian, I'm very sorry I had to cut you off. You know, it breaks my heart to do that, but I didn't have enough time to go into the back and forth with you today. Let's you keep calling. I love you, brother. Even though we disagree, I really love you. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.